This week, we talk about a world that exists inside the core of the earth called Agartha. The fuck? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Swerve Podcast. It's me, Izzo, joined by Magnum. Hello, hello. Well, I want to say, first and foremost, if you're a first-time listener to this podcast and you're wondering what the hell you've stumbled across, we're the Swerve Podcast, and we are two random guys on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So our premise here is very simple. Every week, we pick a topic that we don't know anything about that swerves off the mainstream path. We research it and then discuss it on the fly during the podcast. But before we get into today's topic, which is crazy, I think, Izzo, you have some more words to say. I do. It's that we have a Patreon. Gotta promote it a little bit here before we get started. So our Patreon is quite simple. Two tiers. There's the $1 Ride the Wave tier. That'll give you access to our bonus episodes each month and the library of all the other episodes that you may have missed. We also have the $3 tier, which is Slap the Ass, and that'll give you all those bonus content, bonus episodes, Uh, It'll give you shout outs on the podcast and you will get all of our episodes early. So you'll get to listen to them a few days before anyone else does. You'll be receiving them on Sundays rather than our typical drop time of Wednesdays. Hell yeah. So we also do have a important secondary component of the podcast. This is our weekly tradition. We we like to dabble in some uh, adult beverages while we partake in this podcast. Izzo, what do you got going on? Uh, so this week been quite a busy week. So I have a coffee, and about half of it is Bailey's. It's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, but after that coffee, I'm sticking with the classic Stella Stella Artois beer. Nice. Yeah. What about you? That's pretty good. Well, so I have a little bit of a different thing. I got a I got a a margarita in a can. You can get that. So I got this margarita in a can going on. It's actually fantastic. And then the next thing I got, I have a mojito in a can. <laughs> <laughs> so very uh, Mexican vibes of you. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going for. I was like, here we go. So I got a, yeah. Uh, and actually, you know what? They're 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 both good. I had a mojito just before starting this podcast, and I am currently partaking in this margarita in a can, and it's uh, they're both good. <laughs> surprisingly well i just got back from mexico so i had the real things not in a can <laughs> yeah exactly well that's what i was just wondering i was like what are the chances Izzo pukes everywhere on this podcast <laughs> yeah i had quite a quite a few of those mojitos and margaritas i mean you gotta when you're on vacation so exactly okay so let's hop into the basics of today's topic So first and foremost, uh, today we're going to be talking about a weird one. This is Agartha. This is, in a nutshell, uh, a legendary mythical kingdom claimed to exist in the Earth's core. So it's it's very related to Hollow Earth, uh, or the Hollow Earth theory, as well as the Hollow Earth community. And we'll talk a lot about that later. But before we even get into this topic, I want to shout out again, Spurgelicious Asshat, our loyal Patreon. He recommended this topic and it was awesome because i had never heard of this topic Izzo, i'm assuming you've never heard of this topic either before 
No, it was like, uh, it was eye opening. I would say <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> It'd be funny if you're like you're you're just in the Hollow Earth community. You're like, well, actually, <laughs> I wish I was. Everything. I wish I just like knew way more about this topic. It's uh, well, yeah, it, it was. It's a it's a good one. I have a lot to say about this. And there's just so many different tangents with this topic. But before we even get through it, I want to I want to issue a, a disclaimer at up front. Take this topic with a massive grain of salt. There's a lot of salt with this topic. Um, a lot of the resources that I had available are literally the communities themselves on Reddit and various website resources and like weird, you know, like. <laughs> Like those weird YouTube videos where it's like a robot talking with like text yeah, and shit. Like yeah. this is what you have to work with for this topic. <laughs> like those are the sources. It's like some like random uh, like shitty techno fucking video with like a robot speaking. And it's like this is what you have. So you couldn't find and, any uh, scientific papers on this? Well, if it depends what you mean. If we're going to use the term scientific paper very loosely, um, sure. <laughs> There's, we'll get into it. But uh, but yeah, I, so I want to put that out there. But that doesn't mean to say like there's actually some very interesting shit that came up in uh, the research this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to disclosing some shit as we move through. But basically, so while we're in the basics here, the hollow earth theory... I mean, I don't even, <laughs> it, it literally means what it sounds like. Like we're literally talking about this hollow earth idea. And this, the reason this is important is because this Agartha concept or this alleged land that is in the interior of the earth, they're, they're very intimately connected. They're somewhat distinct, but they're very similar. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about the hollow earth later once we get out of the basics, but Basically, in a this Agartha region or city or idea, or I don't know, there's there's actually a lot of accounts of it. So this legend it appears throughout history in, in many different ways. So just to give a, a few notes on that, it's been noted by several explorers who allege they've came across it. There's occultists, various occultists that I came across that talk about this. Um, there was psychic communication where people are alleging that they are telepathically interacting with people from Agartha in the middle of the earth somewhere. Um, some people allege they actually came across visitors from the inner earth that described what it was like to them. Very weird. Didn't expect to find this, but Adolf Hitler and the, the Nazis, the Third Reich, there's a lot. They mentioned this a lot. Surprisingly, mm. there's a lot of information on that that I came across, and I was like, "Well, wow, that's that's weird." Um, there was a German U-boat commander that talked about this. Um, actually, there's a lot of mentions in ancient beliefs from India reference this legendary kingdom, and then there's also people that. They claim that they can channel super conscious knowledge and they're just like, and they, they channel the knowledge and they're like, yeah, I know it exists because I channeled it. So it's like, there's a lot of different sources pointing to this same myth 
I would say. So, and all throughout history too. Like even as early as the 1940s or whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is kind of weird. So the next one thing that I want to say about this, so there's so many different stories that you can find about this topic, but basically like the main thing I would say that I was found that I found was Agartha was the result of this cataclysmic war between Atlantis and Lemuria. And basically that war caused people to take refuge underground. So a couple things to mention about that. I know this is like, like I said, take this with a grain of salt. We're going to work through it. Atlantis and Lemuria. This is what the data, this is what I found and we're reporting it. But we did actually talk. It sounds crazy, but we talked about Atlantis in our Rycott structure episode being uh, that Atlantis may have been at the eye of the Sahara. And one thing to mention about that episode, we went into that episode um, firmly believing Atlantis was a myth. And I believe the former co-hosts of the show and myself, we were all convinced it was one of the episodes we all had a consensus on the fact that the Rykot structure was probably a, an ancient civilization, maybe Atlantis. Yeah. So I don't know, like go listen, see what you think, but like, it's not that crazy. I remember that episode. It was, uh, you guys talked about how philosophers had documented what Atlantis looked like in this Rykot structure seems to replicate it or is exactly yeah. what they were describing. So it's quite cool that there's a, a connect here between Agartha or Agarath. It goes by a lot of different names, but that and... Ooh, Agarath is actually... Is it something else? That's the, No, Agarath sounds cool. Oh. <laughs> that sounds cool. more cool than Agartha. <laughs> Agarath. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, the point I'm trying to make right now, like the high level point is it sounds crazy. And even I sound crazy right now. I'm like, dude, look into it. Atlantis. (laughs) Like, I understand that this is crazy. But like when I looked into it and I put a, like over the week researched it, I was like, fuck, (laughs) I'm not saying it was Atlantis, but like there clearly could have been a civilization at this Rykot structure, which is very similar to the descriptions. So like, I'm just trying to say, like, let's not let's not just throw everything out. Let's t- let's let's entertain some possibilities here for a moment. Now, back to what I was saying. So we had Atlantis and Lemuria fighting over shit. I didn't know what Lemuria was, so I have nothing really to say about this except for the fact that this is a hypothetical lost land or region. Um, people said that it it could have been located in the Indian and Pacific Oceans, and it. It is said in Tamil legend to have been civilized for over 20,000 years. So my understanding, it's kind of just like an ancient lost civilization similar to Atlantis, although I know much less about it. They had a fight. People went underground. And that's that's where this Agartha, I don't know, civilization in the inner earth came from. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, wasn't it, a, didn't they say that it was like 3200 BC when this cataclysmic war took place. Oh my God. I bet you, you could find any date. Okay. <laughs> so I bet you that's, that's 2012. out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like I yeah, I'm sure. I'm I'm not disagreeing. I don't know. With I thought that, I, I, mean, I thought I heard that it was like 3200 BC. So sounds reasonable. That's the only number I I, I listened to. <laughs> it sounds reasonable. The only thing, because I do know a little bit about Atlantis from the previous topic. That Atlantis, if it was a place, it would have been nine thousand to like twelve thousand BC. Mm. So this is so it would have to be further back, I would yeah. say. Okay. Based on the limited knowledge I have of like weird fringe topics. <laughs> <laughs> so this was another thing that was interesting. Um some I was finding some people saying you could only reach this location if you had the right karma. Or like the right, uh, I don't know, like vibration or energy. So like there's there's some notion that you can't, even if you wanted to like physically go to this place, like you can't, it kind of reveals itself when you're ready. It's like one of those. Ah. Uh, yeah. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just go out into sea searching for answers and then you run across or sail across Lumeria. Yeah, Lumeria. like it's not just like it's not just open to anybody. Yeah, like it's not just like an open door. You have to like work on yourself to get in. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's uh, yeah. And apparently, it, yeah, so, apparently, uh, Lumuria was inhabited by like godlike beings. Yes. So yeah, we'll have some shit on that. I actually, I actually dove into that tangent. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit um yeah so yeah it's that's the thing it's not like it's it's not a dirty whore you can't just get in it whenever the fuck you want <laughs> you know like you can't you can't pay your way in you gotta you gotta work on yourself it's one of those so according to crystallinks.com <laughs> <laughs> that's the source material <laughs> crystallinks.com what is that like a stripper name is this a stripper <laughs> crystalslinks.com <laughs> is this anal beads or something <laughs> yeah she got kicked off OnlyFans and made her own website that's where I'm getting this information uh, she probably hates Linktree just as much as we do <laughs> yeah fuck Linktree that's right alright what does Crystal use crystallinks.com okay so this is what she has to say she said the inhabitants of Agartha are said to have scientific knowledge and expertise far beyond that of the people who lived on the surface of the planet lost technology from the days of Atlantis so apparently according like according to the source there's uh they were a highly advanced or are still right if they were that advanced then and this is still a place in theory they have like 10,000 years more of advancement than us us surface dwellers the mole people the mole people i was just about to say that well something <laughs> um so the thing is so the thoughts are some of the thoughts are that because they're so advanced they don't interfere with the lives of the surface people it's kind of like you know it's like the extraterrestrial stuff it's like they're just so much more advanced they don't give a shit kind of thing same thing with this one now another thing that i found this kind of had like a religious tie to all of this um, as a lot of these topics do, somehow they get tied into this kind of stuff. Uh, it was said that Agartha could also maybe um, not be, but ha like the Garden of Eden is located in Agartha. Mm. 
So there's kind of that tie as well, which is interesting because then if that's, let's just take that at face value, wouldn't that mean like that's where all of humanity started in Agartha? So like we came out of the ground. Ah. Like diglets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Now, here's, here's, here's some things to say about this. So some people, parents, you can actually find this information online there's there's actually maps that have been constructed and that have identified passageway passageways to agartha um some of some of these this was what i found was kind of interesting because this tied into a lot of the ufo topics that we had brought up uh a lot of these passageways seem to be concealed by water so like in a lot of topics we actually brought up uh ufo footage that showed that was released by the Pentagon that shows a UFO traveling underneath the water. So I'm wondering, like, are these underwater UFO sightings, could they be tied to some kind of secret? Maybe there is a location. It's just, it's secret. It's like underground. And this is where they're coming from and going to when they're sighted. I don't know. It's just an interesting interesting time. So like, uh, we're all over the place. The new uh, Godzilla movie also kind of ties into this. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we got Godzilla, UFOs, religion, science, yeah. psychics. like, yeah, King Kong came from the inner earth. Oh, and, okay. and there's other giant animals and shit. So they have to go back in there to destroy or like to fuck some shit up. I see. I see. Well, it sounds like they got in there really easy, which is contrary to what we just discussed. So maybe Agartha um, is an easy bitch. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot. I forgot how they got in. But I think it was <laughs> they went. Oh, they went through Antarctica. I think. Oh, that's great because that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> uh, so I want to make a note here because I was just talking about maps. So, like I said, this was surprising to me. So, like the Third Reich in Nazi Germany, I kept this kept coming up. They apparently this they were very interested in this region or the idea of this region, and they developed a bunch of maps. Maybe I shouldn't say a bunch. There's maps that were developed that people say were developed by this. I I don't know. Like I can't verify any of this shit. Like we're talking it's crystallinks.com. Like I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your only source? Uh, <laughs> it's just Crystal. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. I have the robot YouTube videos. Um, but so also, no, there's, well, yeah, a lot of the sources are shit. I don't know what else to say. I'm just saying I don't want to shit on this fucking topic, but like, this is all I have. And it, this is now our listenership's gone. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I also want to say, uh, so apparently there was, there's also reports that the, the third Reich had sent expeditions, um, to search for this region. And I I found in the case of this, they went to this region called, um, Tibur to search for Shambhula and Shambhula is going to come up a lot. Honestly, it seems to me like that there's a distinction between Agartha and Shambhala, but a lot of the, the resources that I was looking at, they kind of just use them interchangeably. Mm. Like they're like Shambhula, Agartha, 
Um, what's the other one? Um, Shangri La as well. There's there's like a they're kind of the 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 anchoring point between all of the different names is that it's like a secret realm. It could be inner earth, maybe it's not inner earth, but a lot of it does tie to the inner earth idea. So, um, now the other thing, so like I was saying, there's all these passageways. So you had brought up King Kong. They found him by going through Antarctica uh, and Godzilla. They found his home. Yeah. Yeah. So Antarctica, this, this kept coming up. This seems to be the place. Mm. And what's interesting. So here's actually, I can back this one up. This is, this is a legitimate scientific source for this next thing I'm going to say. There is a huge hole in antarctica and it's larger than the netherlands it's just a big hole wow no one know we don't know anything about it there's just a massive hole and this is important because when we when i'm going to talk about the structure of the hollow earth and agartha and that's this is important so this is massive hole and this is real you can see it you can go find it yourself um and apparently the hole it's a type of it's called a paulinia so a paulin a paulinia these are regions of open water surrounded by sea ice. Now, the one in particular that's this massive one, it's called the the Weddell Polinia. And it, it's not like other ones. This one is, um, most of them, I guess, are near the shore. This one is located hundreds of kilometers from the coast. So it's, it's very, it doesn't make sense that there'd be this massive hole where it is. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. is there. And that, that I can say, that's a real thing. There is this huge hole, and it's in Antarctica, and it's massive. So, what the fuck? Maybe that's the entrance. Or the, the exit. hollow earth. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, there's a bunch of other places that are considered passageways. There's called, it's called Mount Epomio. Epomio. It's the highest mountain on the volcanic island of Ischia in the Gulf of Naples in Italy. Hmm. People say that's a point. Um, obviously, the the other point of entrance is the Pyramid of Giza. That was on the list. The other one, there's these Dero Caves. I, I couldn't find what this was, but this Dero Caves kept coming up in a few sources. Um, the other thing that's important, like, to, that I was trying to mention with these massive um um gaps there's apparently massive gaps in the north and south poles that are used as entrance points and they're very important for the hollow earth theory actually they come up a bunch um but that was a- another entrance the other one was Mato grosso this is a large state in west central brazil um and this region's like mostly amazon rainforest that seemed to be a place that people were bringing up. This was actually interesting when it's called Iguzo Falls in Argentina and Brazil. This just looks incredible. Like, I don't know if anybody wants to Google Iguzo Falls, highly recommend it. It's just like the most magnificent waterfall scene you'll ever see. And apparently there's an entrance there. That's what people say. And then Kentucky Mammoth Cave. Sick cave. I was Googling it. Awesome cave. If I ever went to a cave, I go to that cave. Is it in Kentucky? It's in Kentucky. Ah, the KMC. You can get, yeah, you can order um, Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> from it. 
<laughs> mammoth fried fried mammoth or bats <laughs> uh oh <laughs> um okay so that kind of i i that was the basics of agartha there's a lot of details now i wanted to quickly go through before we get in further to agartha the structure of it and like some of the more notable case studies of it i just wanted to lay out like what the fuck is our current understanding of the structure of earth because well first of all it was hella interesting this was probably my one of my favorite parts of researching this topic is i actually had to look at i'm like because like i had no information right i was just like okay they're saying the earth is hollow and then i was in my head i'm like prove it wrong and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know any information so i looked into it this is cool so basically if you're wondering what the structure of earth is so this is excluding earth's atmosphere and the hydrosphere basically there's um four layers essentially more like five but really it's four so you have the outer solid crust so this is zero to 35 kilometers deep now interesting fact on this the solid crust part we did a patreon exclusive episode called siberian hell sounds where allegedly Russians drilled into hell by mistake. In that episode, um, we talked about the, remember the, the Super Bowl of Cola hole or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Before we continue the episode, if you're enjoying our blissful and resonating podcast, the people you hang out with probably will too. Do us a solid and please pass on this episode to your social media friends on Facebook, Twitter, or other platforms. We would definitely appreciate your support. I'd also like to take this time to shout out some of our valued listeners. Shout out to Casey on Instagram for digging out some old CIA documents and sending them our way. Thank you for that tip. We are looking into it for a future episode. Also, shout out to Brandy on Instagram for DMing some nice words to us. That was awesome. Lastly, shout out to the Freshly Brewed Noir podcast for reaching out to us and passing along kindness. These ladies actually have a similar format to us, kind of with a true crime slant and coffee instead of alcoholic beverages. To everyone else, please feel free to slide in those DMs and submit your topic or drink recommendations. May good karma and vibes be with all of you. Back to the show. That was the largest hole ever drilled. I believe it was 12 kilometers deep. So mm. basically, that doesn't even get through the crust. This is 0 to 35K. So the largest hole we've ever dug on in the history of mankind is 12 kilometers. Deep, yeah. 12 kilometers deep. So we're still mm. in the crust at that point, depending on the region. Now... The next layer of Earth, it's called the upper and lower mantle. So it's really like two layers, but we can just call it one. So the upper mantle, it's from 35 kilometers deep to 670 kilometers deep. (laughs) And then the lower mantle is 670 to 2,890 kilometers deep. So like this is this is some this is the deep part. Like this is the the deep, you know, like we're not going to reach this part. Like as yeah, yeah. humanity, as society, like we're just not, we don't have the depth. Like we can't, we might have the girth, but we can't get that far <laughs> in this fucking, like it's just not happening. It's, this is almost 3000 kilometers deep. This mantle, it's actually the thickest part of earth. 
which is that's kind of interesting. So what's interesting about this, it's it's solid, but because the well, there's different regions to it. It's mostly solid. So because the mantle has extremely hot silicate material, um, it, it actually flows over long time scales. So it's like, this is a fun fact. Um, if you go to like an ancient, not an ancient, not an ancient per se, but a very old church, um, and you look at the, the windows, they're actually thicker at the bottom than they are the top because the glass over these, you know, over a thousand years, this, this window has been in this church. The glass is actually a fluid and it, it pools down. So the bottom of the window is actually thicker than the top. And it, that's how I kind of think of this. I'm like, it it appears solid. Like we all think we're like, oh, glass is solid. This is solid. But over like a thousand years, um, it'll actually flow. Yeah. Not all types of glass, like the newer types of glass aren't like this, but the old school like church glass, it flows. It's a fucking fluid. It's kind of like the mantle. Yeah, it's like a it solid, but it, it, it flows. Settles at the bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually like, so like over large timescales, the convection currents through this mantle, this is what moves the tectonic plates. This is what, this is how the earth's crust moves is because it's on this layer of this mantle that moves very, very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. So what was the other interesting thing to me about this? I was, I didn't know this, but apparently one of the sources of heat that actually drives the movement of this mantle and thus the crusts and earthquakes and things like this, there's this primordial heat that's left over from the planet's formation and it gets renewed by radioactive decay of uranium, thorium and potassium in earth's crust in the mantle. So it's like the heat source is like literally radioactive decay all the time in earth. There's just radioactive decay that's powering this heat. It's crazy. It's like, we're like a, it's like we're like literally a nuclear reactor. Living on top of one. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So like I'm already like, I'm like, you know, fuck Hollow Earth and fucking Agartha. They sound cool, but god damn, <laughs> we're on a fucking nuclear reactor. So I'm tripping balls <laughs> on edibles. No, <laughs> Reading about this shit. The next thing, so this is this is the next step. There's this liquid outer core. Um and this was my understanding. I thought the Earth, I, in the middle, I thought in the middle it was just a molten core. Kind of, not really. There's a liquid outer core that's 2,890 kilometers deep to 5,150 kilometers deep. And it's super hot and it's, it's iron and nickel. And this layer, the flow of this iron nickel, or sorry, iron nickel liquid, this is where we get our magnetic fields on earth it's from this the flow of these liquefied metals mm. so i was like that's cool that's like really fucking cool yeah because uh we actually we actually talked about the magnetic field on episode number one stone tape theory we were talking about how the magnetic poles um they they actually move like they're not in the same place all the time like they can and they can actually flip and if they flip that's really bad because then we lose protection um, from like solar flares and shit and like everything gets fucked. So you don't want that to happen. Um, but it could happen. Just based on this iron and nickel. Yeah. How it's flowing. So 
I'm going to get the number wrong because this is just a loose memory, but it's a cool fact. I remember um, this physicist, he told me that Earth's poles were opposite. Like, I want to say it was like 20,000 years ago or something, like something like that. I, that number could be wrong. But in any case, he was like, they used to be different then. And he's like, usually they shift like every 12,000 years or something. And I guess like since the last time they switch, it's been like we're due for a switch is basically yeah. what he said. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So there's that as well. If you're if you weren't worried enough about shit, but <laughs> we're due that could for happen at everything. any point. We're due for <laughs> Yellowstone volcano erupting. Yeah. We're due for these poles switching we're due for trump 2024 yeah. nuclear war <laughs> fucking like literally yeah <laughs> yeah disease yeah it all it's crazy so anyways moving on to the last core i didn't expect to linger this long on this uh topic here but uh here we go now we're in the inner core so we had the crust we had the ma- upper lower mantle we had the outer core now we have the inner core this is 51 or sorry 5150 kilometers deep to 6370 kilometers deep and basically here this is solid the center of the earth is a solid core right yeah cuz like i always remembered it was we we're like that was my memory it was always like a molten core mm-hmm. it's like not the, the inner core itself is actually solid and this is due to the denser elements sinking towards the center over time. Mm. So here it's believed to be 80% iron. Um, and then there's there's a lot of nickel as well, uh, along with like remnants of like the uranium and the other shit that I was saying before. But what's cool here, this core, if you want to picture how big it is, it's about 70% the size of the moon. So we just have like a moon inside the earth, <laughs> like just hanging out. It's yeah. just iron and nickel. Yeah. It's just hanging out. That's crazy. It's what? just like this moon. And maybe that's the moon of Agartha. No, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but it's cool. And apparently it's, it's how it was formed. It, it could be just one single iron crystal. So like, you know, you picture crystals, right? You know, they grow, they, they actually grow because the molecules, that's how they arrange themselves. It's like the most energetically favorable way to arrange. Yep. So we have like this, this giant moon in the center of the earth. That's an iron crystal. Probably. It's like, what? Hmm. Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. So having said all of that, um, the hollow earth say, nay. They say, fuck that theory. That's wrong. All that's wrong. So now that's, I, well, we'll humor that, but that's moving forward. This is not, everything I just said isn't true. <laughs> None of that's true. Interesting as shit, but completely wrong. So <laughs> allegedly wrong. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, what, this is what we were taught. So yeah, according to the hollow earth theory, um, so before we can talk more about Agartha, let's transition to Hollow Earth and just give a quick primer. And the thing is, like this, the Hollow Earth really it could be a, it really could just be a topic on itself. So like I'm gonna try to be really brief with the, with my explanation here. But basically, it's it's just how it sounds. The Earth is fucking hollow, and there's substantial interior space. Um. I spent a lot of time on Reddit researching this topic 
and browsing a lot of posts. So um, I, I just wanted to give a quote of what the community itself says. This is what they say, quote, Some of us believe the earth is hollow. We believe this because we chose to believe it. Just as others choose to believe in a particular religion, scientific theory, or socio-political dogma, there is no sense in arguing with us. Our minds are made up. This Reddit is for celebrating and sharing the knowledge of our hollow earth. The earth is not flat, end quote. <laughs> that's like that's like the mantra of the introduction page. So yeah, you gotta you gotta dissociate yourself <laughs> from the flat earthers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's it's just funny. They're like there's you can't argue with them, their minds are made up. Yeah. It's just just everything I just said about the earth core, nope. Nope. <laughs> So that's where that's where we're headed. That's where we're going. Now, one thing I did find, it was the best thing I found when I was looking on Reddit. I did find a post outlining why the earth could be hollow and simultaneously flat. And I almost <laughs> fucking killed myself. <laughs> so that's out there, man. The hollow flatter. <laughs> it's crazy. How would that even work? Is it just like a two D line, or just dude? 2D? I didn't. It was like a huge post, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time." <laughs> but it's there if you want to find it. There's a, that's a someone had that theory. They're just like, "Hey, you know what? What if? What if it is both?" And they had like a whole thing. Hmm. That's there. Might go and read uh, read it. <laughs> let me know how it goes okay i might just you know kill myself <laughs> yeah exactly you might <laughs> fuck I just... <laughs> this is too crazy <sighs> imagine if he was right <laughs> like a thousand years from now they're like yeah it was hollow and flat <laughs> like what <laughs> People are, were like, they're using our podcast as a case study. Like, look, they used to make fun of this. And yeah. It's like, That'd be cool. I would like that. It be, would be cool. If they used our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> look how stupid these motherfuckers are. <laughs> <laughs> they thought the earth was round. <laughs> and then there was a moon in the center. <laughs> Crystallinks.com is like, it's like the Wikipedia <laughs> of the thousand years later like they're making fun of this um, so i want to do say in 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 defense of the hollow earth this is actually a fact this is a true fact we have literally no direct evidence about the composition of earth's core so everything that i said earlier there's that's all indirect evidence and we'll talk a little bit more later about how, how what what that means but in support of the hollow earth and this agartha theory like we actually have zero direct evidence for the composition like i was saying deepest hole we could dig was 12 kilometers we got to get like six thousand to get to the middle so how are they like we're not able to measure the crust and the mantle and uh, a lot of it is using physics to determine if your model fits uh, our our measurements of gravity because mm. like whatever your model is if it's if if you if that's your model but then gravity is like 
15 meters per second squared instead of I like 9.81 or whatever it's it's wrong so like there's that and then there's also um uh the measuring uh the movement and vibration and velocity of seismic waves yeah so you can determine like the medium of different things mm. so that's kind of that's like where the theories come from and I, I mean, I'm sure like a, a seismologist or whatever, like just would run train on what I just said. And there's probably like way more things, but like that's, that was kind of the gist that I found. I see. Okay. But we can't, we have no direct measurement at all. Yeah. So it could be hollow. I don't fucking know. And, uh, this is, it's interesting because they, they do, um, it seemed to me like a lot of the theories related to, I'm going to kind of breeze through these notes right here but a lot of it was referenced to um just like old times so like for instance this one guy leonard um euler or um elewer i'm gonna say euler he was like this mathematical genius in the 18th century and he was like oh the earth's hollow and he said that in the 18th century um and then people are like well this guy said it he said it yeah. And they're like, so it's hollow. And I'm like, well, that was like the 18th century. And like, <laughs> yeah. So just like anytime someone's, yeah. Just anytime someone says something, you just like use it as evidence. And that's kind of what I found with this. Mm. I'm not trying to shit on it already, but like, I just can't, I can't help it sometimes. It's like, so there's, there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, A lot of like Google maps images. Like this is me browsing Reddit in this group and seeing like what the gist is. A lot of like Google Maps anomalies, um, looking at like what they claim are entrances, stuff like that. The North and South Pole, like trying to find gaps and stuff. Um, there's there's some like radio communication. This guy will come up later, Admiral Byrd. He's very intimately tied to both the Agartha theory and the Hollow Earth. He allegedly like flew over one of these holes um, in one of the poles. There's a bunch of stuff like this, but what's interesting, like I, we brought up gravity and like how you have to, your model has to make sense of the, how gravity works. Yeah. They have theories for this. Like they actually have theories for how it could be hollow and also have that gravity, but it's like, it's way beyond the scope of this topic. So they call it just to give a high level overview. They refer to it as electric gravity and there's something called Birkeland current that plays a role in this. And there's like this electric universe model that plays a role. And basically through these ideas of this electric gravity, you can um, <laughs> like, you can have the same force of gravity that we experience while the earth is hollow. That's the gist. Mm. Like I don't, I can't get into the details. Cause it's too, there's just too much, but that's kind of the thought. So like my point that I'm trying to make is, like, if you go to the Hollow Earth community, these people have thought through the criticisms. Okay. And they have, like, their own theory on how to account for things. So, um, there's also, like, computer simulations that I seem to be... There was a lot of links to this simulation. It was, like, a 3D model of how, like, this bubble structure could form. Um with spinning vortexes and it kind of looked like a hollow, like what a hollow earth would look like. So there's just stuff like this. And I guess there's books written on this too. 
one of them it was called hollow planets um a feasibility study a lot of references to that so there's this is kind of where all this is coming from there's this community that has these fringe theories and they have i don't know they have their own interpretation of what's going on so it's 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 if you browse it it's actually kind of interesting but a lot of the sources are shit just straight up they're just not good it's robots it's it's like yeah it's just it's like yeah like robot voice videos stuff like that but it is out there so that's the hollow earth in a nutshell and you know could be a topic on itself one day nutshell that's funny (laughs) <laughs> nutshells are hollow <laughs> oh. mm. that's good that's good this fucking canned margarita is good too I'll say that <laughs> so okay so we kind of have the idea of of what earth was or sorry what earth is according to mainstream science and what earth could be according to the hollow earth theory so this is where Agartha plays in now um, Agartha has there's a structure and the structure of it it's it it's basically identical to the hollow earth model of what the earth would be that's why I was talking about all this stuff so essentially if you're to conceptualize it it's going to be hard I'm going to try to describe this for listeners but basically um, there's two major openings to the inner world and they're located at the north and south poles but then there's also these secret passages as well so like the easiest way to describe this picture a balloon and the balloon is earth. Now the surface of the balloon picture that there's mountains and water on both sides. It's not just one side. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like a, it's like an upside down world beneath us kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And also an outer world that we live on. And the top of the balloon and the bottom of the balloon are just massive holes. So it's kind of like, I can't think of what it is like, actually. It just picture a ball with like two holes on the end. But gravity operates the same way on the outer surface and the inner surface. Hmm. Does that make sense? So if you were to like walk and then you walked through the main opening, you would just like flip upside down and then be on the other side if you kept walking. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Okay. So okay. that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what the theory is. Now, the, in the same way that we have an atmosphere above us and then it's, then it's space, the inside is similar, except there's not space. It's, there is atmosphere though. According to the model that I was looking at, there's like interior clouds and an atmosphere. It's just, there, it wouldn't go to space, right? It's just all inside. Mm hmm. And because there's gravity is the same on the inner membrane, I guess you could say, uh, or the inner surface, I don't know what the right word is, um, like the atmosphere functions because it's just right, the, it's the same kind of shit, just the opposite. I see. So uh, the other thing that they said that there's, <laughs> when we were making fun of a, a, an inner moon, as an out like a cool thing to say but in this model there is a central sun at the core and this illuminates the inner world so there is like a i don't know some kind of i don't know if is it a star or is it just a a source of 
I don't know. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's there. That's that's what it is. That's the idea. So it's that's the structure of what Agartha is. I don't know. What do you think about this? I didn't think it would be like that. Like it just seems like it's the upside down world or like Inception. Thought it was just another planet inside. <laughs> yeah. No, it is weird. It's very strange. And I'm trying and the thing is like when you look into like I was saying with that electric gravity theory and the Birkeland currents, there's people who like work it out. <laughs> they like make it work. They're like, but this mm-hmm. and this and this and they 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 try make it work. So that's that's kind of what this Agartha I, I don't know, inner world would be it's like its own thing um so i don't know i have a bunch of uh notable accounts of people interacting with this world and stuff or talking about it and stuff i i kind of want to go through these because this is where a lot of the evidence comes from i suppose a lot of these cases people use they're like oh like this person was there or whatever and the first one is my favorite. So uh, I, I should also say before getting into them all, there's so many accounts. Like if you just, if you're interested in this topic, like just you'll find a bunch of shit. I'm just going to highlight the ones that were interesting to me in my research, but there's plenty. Like if you want to, I don't know. I don't know what people do, but if you, if you want to sit down and research, there's plenty. This guy, first one, Alexander St. Yves de Alvedre. He's a 19th century French occultist, and he actually published about Agartha um, after he died. It wasn't like during his life. He, he wrote about it, and then he died, and they published it in 1910. Mm. He, there's actually a bunch of cool things that came up when I was looking at this case. So he had this theory, it's called synarchy, um, which is essentially, it's supposed to be the opposite of anarchy. And he thought that synarchy would result in the ultimate form of government. So that's what he was known for. He was like, we got to do synarchy. It's the opposite of anarchy. And there's a bunch (laughs) of shit you can read. What I thought was cool about this, the reason I'm bringing this up, it's just fucking cool. Um, Synarchy, um, in other contexts that I was that I found in like French and Spanish speaking places, it, it's used to describe a ruling elite class. So, like, synarchy means like shadow government or the shadow deep state. Government. Shadow government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought that was I was like fuck yeah synarchy. Here and we go. And that's the ultimate form of government, according to this French occultist. So we're living in it then. No, because it's the opposite of anarchy. So instead of complete chaos, it would be complete order. Because right? of the so shadow like, government. Yeah, shadow government. It'd be like, yeah, it'd be like a totalitarian. Hmm. Well, you know, we're not far off the mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, by the time this gets released, it's all the news will be different, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Just anarchy. 
<laughs> yeah. Tradarky, Tradarky. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Just inflation. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> that's the best one. Uh, anyways, we don't get political on this podcast. Um, during. <laughs> So, okay, so during 1885, St. Yves, this French occultist, he supposedly was visited by a group of Eastern initiates. One of them was named Harjij Shaprip. And this guy, uh, he basically, okay, so these guys come to him and they start talking to him. Um, this is when the occultist, the French occultist, he starts associating synarchy with ascended masters based in caverns of Agartha. And he, this guy, he communicates with them telepathically. So he starts communicating with people. Apparently, like, so these people, my reading of it was like that they came from Agartha and then they went back and then now he's like communicating with them. Mm. And he wrote about the, so he, he did write about the secret location. It was called in, uh, I don't know, the, it was called Mission de Lende in Europe, published 1886. Um, now, what was weird about this, he worried that he revealed too much in that publication. And apparently under the influence of, I don't know, just different people putting pressure on him. He destroyed all but two copies of his book. Now, one of those copies was owned by this guy, Gerard Incas Alus Papus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so this guy, he edited it and then he published it in, oh, edited it. <laughs> and published it in 1910. Um... Yeah, so that's where it came from. It's just this guy, this is where the book came from. And then St. Yves, he believed that an ancient synarchist world government was transferred to Agartha within a hollow earth at the start of the Kaliuga Age, around 3200 BC. Ah, there we go. There we go. That's the, that's the year that I found. There we go. It's... That's what it is. It's all coming together now. Um, so basically, like this St. Yves guy, he was, based on what I was reading, he introduced the concept of Agartha to the Western world. Like this is, it came through some of the shit he was talking about. He's like, well, here we go. Um, now, kind of related to him, um, Hit this concept of Agartha was developed by this guy named Zam Both. Sorry, Zam Both. What the hell fuck do you say that? Bothiva? Bothiva. Yeah. Sounds, Zam Bothiva. Sounds like he's from Barcelona. Yeah, so he, um, and apparently the Fraternate des Polaires in France, um, and also Thule Gelselschaft. In nationalist circles of Germany, they developed on this theory, and this ties to the Thule Society, which was a German occultist group 
So now this is what I'm thinking. This is what my brain was turning when I read this. This is why I'm bringing this up. I had all this, these sources. They're like Adolf Hitler, the third Reich. They were looking for Agartha. Well, maybe it's that the reason for that is because this Thule society, which apparently is in, influenced by this St. Yves guy. Maybe they're influencing German thought at this point. Maybe that's where it came from. Hmm. Sounds reasonable. I don't yeah. know. I just thought it was that brand Thule or whatever. Who? Thule? Is that how you say it? Who's Thule? <laughs> I don't know. Like Subarus, they like have that shit on the top of their roof. It's a Thule rack. I think it's spelled Swastikas? <laughs> Maybe. Just wait. <laughs> the Subaru. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing that that you store stuff in on what your car. The fuck are we th- I'm so it's confused. Thule. It's the same spelling as the Thule Society. Oh, the Thule Society. Yeah, Thule, they're on top of the Thule. Subaru. Yeah, they're on top of the Subaru. <laughs> and the Toyotas. <laughs> I'm so confused. What are you talking? You never, you've never seen like those Thule storage compartments. Dude, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> Just Google. I t- are you trying Thule. to say Toyota and Subaru are Nazis? Is that? Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, just okay. Google Thule, and it'll come out with a brand, a cargo brand. It, oh, so it's a brand. Yeah. Well, it's also a German occultist group. Okay, well now <laughs> it makes popular. more sense. <laughs> oh, I, oh, so you're saying? So you, yeah, you're saying they're Nazis? Yeah. Jesus Christ! What is going on over there? They have bike racks and roof racks, and hmm. what are they using those for? <laughs> Jesus I'm not saying Christ! It. <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, next one. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do want to say that I did research this um, St. Eve's guy, and he spent like a lot of years studying with somebody from, from Agartha or somebody that was connected to them in like the Lumeria. Yeah, it was like Lumeria. the master or whatever. Yeah. No, Lumeria. That's, that's what I thought. It was like somebody who lived on that type of island. And he was Dude, teaching it could be him everything, anything, man. Yeah, I I believe you. He was, he's studying. <laughs> apparently, Go like ahead. he he had like diary entries of like all the studies that he was he was learning from this guy, and that guy would sign off on all of them, and then eventually, like he stopped learning from him, and then he wrote a book about it, <laughs> tried to mass produce it, and then just like recalled it and destroyed every copy except for two, I guess. Right. Yeah. And then the information got out anyway, and it started, it spawned these other societies. The Thule Society. Yeah. The Thule Society. Thule. <laughs> and then now it's Toyota and Subaru. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Thule. People know what I'm talking about. I'm not crazy. Dude, I'm, I'm, not don't, crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy. I could be wrong. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I just... All I have is my basic, my research, man. You could be right. 
and we should condemn those companies for being <laughs> Nazi sympathizers. <laughs> and Linktree. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What's up? Nothing. The Thule Society is pretty much a swastika in a circle. That's their logo. Okay. Or not Thule, Thule Society, sorry. <laughs> so I'm confused. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this next guy. This is a shorter one. This guy was named Ferdinand Ossendowski. He was a Polish writer, a professor, and an explorer. And he, I saw a lot of references to this guy. He wrote about a secret subterranean kingdom inside of Earth in 1922 in his book called Beast Men and Gods. Saw a lot of people referencing this guy. So this guy was, I don't know, allegedly he's, it's alleged what he's referring to is Agartha. I don't actually know if he uses that name, but he's talking about this underground kingdom. And people are like, it's Agartha. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Now, I brought this next one up uh, kind of in the basics a little bit. The Shambhula. Shambhula. Um, I like saying Shambhula. Shambhula. <laughs> yeah, Shambhula. And uh, this it, it kind of ties into Tibetan Buddhism as well. So there's kind of an association there, but also maybe a confusion. And uh, I'll bring I'll bring that up what I mean um, in a second here. So Shambhala, in Tibetan Buddhist tradition, this is a spiritual kingdom. And this idea is referenced in Vajrayana in Buddha sorry, Vajrayana Buddhism and Tibetan Kalachakra teachings. So this is where this Shambhala is being referenced. And some allege that this spiritual kingdom that's being referred to is actually a literal kingdom, Agartha, mm. or some people call it Shangri-La or Shambhula. <laughs> it's whatever, whatever you want it. They're kind of, like I was saying, it seemed like these three things were all tied. I don't know. Mm. So, so I, I'm going to assume if, if you're a Tibetan Buddhist, you probably don't believe in Agartha, but I think people are using the reference to this kingdom and they're just taking it literally, so they're interpreting it as that. And one of the reasons, I think, is because... So apparently this there's this palace. It's called Potala Palace, and it's alleged to sit on top of an ancient underground tunnel system. So because of that, I think people are like, oh, okay, let's put them together. Like this could be a passageway, one of those secret passageways. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe it's not a spiritual kingdom. It's a literal kingdom and it's it's underground. Um, interestingly, that palace, that's where uh, the Dalai Lamas, they, they all lived in this palace from 1649 to 1959. Now they don't live there anymore. Why not? I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know. Probably oppressed. Yeah, they wanted I'm Wi-Fi. <laughs> they, want, they can get Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, okay, so this next one, this kind of... Uh, this is another account that was interesting. So this idea of Agartha appears to have been revived in the West by Madame Blavatsky and what was called the Theo 
fuck me. Theosophical <laughs> society. <laughs> you got me all mixed up with the Thule Thule. I was like, is this a weird pronunciation? No, I probably would have fucked that pronunciation <laughs> up too. So yeah, the Theosophical Society. So this uh, Madam Levatsky, uh, she was a Russian author who co-authored the Theosophical Society. Or sorry, she co not co-authored. What the fuck am I saying? Am I drunk or what? <laughs> fuck me. Is she an author or is she a co-founder? What is this? She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she was an author who co-founded the Theosophical Society in 1875. Uh, she gained an international following as the leading theoretician of Theosophy. So the Theosophists... <laughs> What's that? What is that? Is, that an, is there a joke there that I missed oh, or what? It's just so many Theo words that is confusing. <laughs> it's confusing me. Doesn't, too many in a row. Doesn't Ford have that? Like a, it's like a rack <laughs> on the back of the trucks? <laughs> no, that's the Bronco. <laughs> I guess, so the Theo... Fuck. <laughs> this is a tongue twister. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, the Theosophists, they regard a Garthi. They say it a Garthi, <laughs> not Tha. Ah. <laughs> As a vast complex of caves underneath Tibet. That's why the Dalai Lamas aren't there anymore. It's in Tibet. And Tibet is no longer... China! China. They fuck with Tibet. Yeah. Hmm. That's why in 1959, that totally makes sense. That's when the, the, the revolution, like Mao Zedong... Sorry, we went off rails here, but it just connected in my head. Okay. That's why okay. the Dalai Lamas aren't at that palace anymore. They got kicked out. Probably. Or were just not safe there. Mm-hmm. Is China using this to get to an underground passageway? And take control of the inner earth? That'd be crazy. Jesus Christ, just theory after theory. Iceberg. could be true. Anyways. Iceberg. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Shadow government. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so basically, okay, so let's get back to this. So the Theosophists, they allege Agartha, although they call it Agarthi, it's this complex of caves underneath Tibet, and it's inhabited by demigods who are also called Asuras. That's in this theory. This is this Madame Blavatsky. This is who we're talking about. This is what she's saying, and she's talking about stuff, and she's an author and a co-founder. <laughs> she, so Alice A. Bailey, she's just like an esoteric person that ties into the story. Uh, she claims that Shambhala, she spells this one differently too, has an H in it, but this one doesn't. I want that noted. It's an extra dimensional or spiritual reality on the astral plane, a spiritual center where the governing deity of Earth, Sanat Kumara, dwells as the highest avatar of the planetary logos of Earth and is said to be an expression of the will of God. So let's unpack that. So basically, these people are saying... That Agartha, so Madame Blavatsky and Alice A. Bear, Bailey, they're saying that Agartha could be 
a it's not a physical place it's like a spiritual location mm. in the astral plane or something so it's in, it, the reason this is interesting is because we just talked about Shambhala and how it has the Tibetan Buddhism and in some people take that as being literal well these people aren't even taking it as literal they're like no it's still it's a place but it's it is spiritual but you can still access it so there's just like different interpretations of what Agartha is now having said that those were kind of like two theories um, pointing to like a, a non-physical place this next account, this was Helena, Helena and Nicholas. I just can't read words anymore. Helena and Nicholas Roe Rich. Rorick? Rorick? Jesus Christ. Helena and Nicholas Rorick. Um, they have teachings that closely parallel to Theosophy, what we were just talking about with that Madame Blavatsky. They see Shambhala's existence as both spiritual and physical. And they actually went on an expedition. They led an expedition to try find Shambhala and Agartha in 1924 to 1928. So they went on an expedition for like four years. They believe the Baluka Mountain in the Altay Mountains was an entrance to Shambhala. So they actually thought it was a real place. They went on an expedition for four years. They didn't find it. They never found it. Well, that sucks. I don't know. They didn't find it. Hmm. But you want to know who did find it? Yes. <laughs> uh, Admiral Bird. What? He found it. A so bird? according to some... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Remember, birds are fake. So, <laughs> And they work for uh, the bourgeoisie. Yeah. So Admiral Byrd, according to some, in 1947, he was flying over the North Pole, and he said via radio communication that beneath him was not snow, but huge areas of land with mountains, forests, and vegetation, huge lakes and rivers with animals that resembled mammoths. Now, before he died, he had said there existed a land beyond the pole that was in was an enchanted continent in the sky, a permanent mystery of Earth. That land, according to Bird and other theories, was home to a fabulous lost civilization. People think this is Agartha. This is what he had seen. He saw one of those gaping holes at the top of the Northern South Pole. And said it was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no straight man that describes something as fabulous. Hmm. Now we have more theories on theories. We could probably do a whole topic on that. <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I'm, I almost. I almost spit up my mojito over my fucking computer. <laughs> the hell is going on here? Do you want to see my lava lamp? How stupid this fucking lamp is? Well, oh, you can't see it. I've seen it before, though, right? No, but it does. It's not working. It's just like oh. it just looks like there's like a dildo inside of it. It's not even. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's not even it's not even like bubbling or anything it's just like one solid piece would you describe it as fabulous yeah probably <laughs> actually <laughs> i don't know man this is crazy yeah we're we're derailed this is crazy <sighs> Fucking dildo in my lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why everybody they're like unlistenable. <laughs> yeah, if you make it to the end, it's probably. Are they just gonna keep doing that the whole? Po- yeah, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yeah, we are. I mean, I've barely said a thing because I'm just so lost. <laughs> just was. Well, yeah, I'm fuck. There's so much information to intake. Yeah. Um, and I did some research too. So it's <laughs> all right. Well, we'll bring it up. Let's. Uh, okay. So as I like to do, um, I like to balance out the episodes um, and just put some perspective. So we talked a lot about Agartha, what it is, kind of some of the notable accounts of it, where where it comes from. Talked a little bit about Hollow Earth. We did bring this up a little bit already, but let's just reinforce it. So there's a bunch. So the thing is, Agartha cannot exist if the hollow earth idea is disproved, essentially, right? Because like yeah. it, it wouldn't make sense. Now, we did bring this up. So like the biggest problem is the <laughs> it doesn't line up with seismic waves that are being measured or gravity. Mm-hmm. So and we, we did we did talk a little bit about this. So people who study the propagation, um, the velocity of seismic waves based on those measurements, like the density and the elasticity of the medium that it's going through can be determined. And this just doesn't make sense. It doesn't align with these types of readings. So it, it basically the size, like uh, analysis of seismic waves doesn't support the hollow earth theory. And honestly, when I was looking through the Reddit communities, cause there's a couple different ones, I couldn't find I could find counterpoints to the gravity argument, but I couldn't find counterpoints to seismic waves. Not saying it's not out there. I didn't, you know, maybe I didn't look hard enough. This wasn't our topic. We're doing Agartha. But there there wasn't anything. So it, yeah, basically like the time it takes for seismic waves to travel through the earth, it just contradicts a hollow sphere. It just doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Okay. Yeah. And 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 like based on uh, when you actually measure, when people look at these measurements, it does, this is where you can determine like, is it mostly solid, kind of solid? Like, is this mantle, is this crust, is this liquid nickel iron alloy? Yeah. Or is it a solid nickel iron? So you, that's where they get the outer and inner core stuff. Like the, the, the measurements like shift. And I was looking at a graph. You can actually like see it. Um, there's like really good graphs you can find where like you, they have a wave and they point out where it's going through different mediums. And it's like, yeah. it's clearly different. Like, it's clearly like its velocity is changing. You know what I mean? So it, it would indicate that there's different layers throughout the earth, like we had described earlier. Um, a couple points on gravity. We brought up, I, I did, we did talk already about how it doesn't line up. Like whatever your model is it has to align with the known force of gravity. If, it, if you get a different measurement, it doesn't, you're, it's, it's not right because it doesn't explain gravity. But a couple other things. Uh, apparently, according to some people, that if, it, if you were to have this hollow earth, it would just collapse. Like 
it just wouldn't be able to support the size of the earth if it was hollow. Mm. So there was this collapsing problem that I found. And also just the idea, it's just energetically like unfavorable for something to form like that. Um, So basically just to add on to this. So what I found was that massive objects, they tend to clump together gravitationally. And so creating a non, so this is a non hollow spherical object that you get. So this is like our stars and our our, (laughs) stars and planets. So the solid spheroid is the best way to minimize the gravitational potential energy of a rotating physical object. So basically if it was, there's just, it's just not favorable for this formation of a planet to be hollow. It just, it's just, it's just not going to do that. It just wouldn't make sense. So those were some counterpoints and, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to agree with those. Um, what do you think about getting to final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Is there anything that came up that you were looking at that was different than what we, my, the outline that I had, or is there any, like, is there anything you need to say that's like crazy? The only other thing that I guess we didn't mention was that one of the secret passageways is in the Himalayas or whatever. Um, that's about all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that like they think that's the good. location is within the Himalayas, and then it connects to other areas of Earth. That's that's my impression yeah. of Agartha is like it's just its own like subcontinent within the Earth, and then there's tunnels to you know South America, North America, Antarctica, Himalayas, yeah. and everything else. So that was my understanding of Agartha. And actually. Here's a here's a here is one question. Uh, so one of our Patreon exclusive episodes, uh, I think Patreon exclusive number eleven, we talked about the the giant of Kandahar, and he was like found in that cave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did he come from Agartha? It was like a cave system. Maybe because they talk about like these these beings that are demigods or godlike entities. So maybe. He was one of those. It's just giants. And I mean, if we can take anything from this topic, it's that Godzilla versus King Kong was, uh, they, they tried to tie it in. They're trying to tell us something that below. So they're trying to the, just. <laughs> that within Earth, there's giant King Kongs that exist and giant Godzillas. <laughs> Didn't Will Ferrell make a movie about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like Journey to the Center of the Earth or some shit? Isn't it a Will Ferrell flick? I don't think so. Am I crazy? I Maybe. could be crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those Mandela well, effect things. Yeah, Will things. Ferrell definitely... What's that? Maybe it's one of those Mandela effect things. Yes. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I swear to God that there's a movie with Will Ferrell in it, and he went to the center of the Earth. Anyways. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's... <laughs> what the fuck? So, do you think Agartha is? I don't know. Like, what? What do you think? Like, is this a thing? What are the chances this is a fucking thing? Like, let's like try Steel Man it. Like, what are the? Is this a thing? I think so. Jesus Christ! I can tell you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, I think so. Like, uh, I, I I think there is some believability, like 
it's an account throughout history, different variations of, in time. And most of these depictions are, or like thoughts about Agartha all point to similar locations, or if it's not the similar location, it's connected in pathways to Agartha. Um, I think there could be a chance that it's real or there's something within earth that we just don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is like Agartha, do I think Agartha is a real thing? Absolutely not. Do <laughs> like, I just know there's fuck. No, absolutely not. But here's my thing. Do I think that there are unexplored, subterranean locations absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely so for instance um well like here's the thing so the ocean the the earth's crust is thinnest in the oceans right because well there's water right (laughs) like that's why the water sits there yeah so the, the crust is the thinnest in the oceans and i know we like we talked about this in one of our older episodes I think the Baltic Sea anomaly, like we haven't explored that area at all. So my point is because it's so much more thin in the deepest parts of the ocean, maybe there's access points. Like you're closer to getting through the crust, I guess is my point. Yeah. In those areas. And maybe there's some kind of anomaly that occurs that you could get in like a an inner region of earth um that's not like the upper and lower mantle like maybe it's like a pocket yeah maybe there's pockets of things and we would just never know like i'm not saying like it's big but is it plausible that there's like these in the same way that there's like cave systems that you don't that we don't find or like you drill through a bunch of ice and there's like an underwater lake maybe there's there's these caverns that are very, very deep in the earth and we just don't know about it. And you would never detect it because like, yeah. who cares? And maybe there is like, th- there actually could be some form of life that evolved there. Maybe it's just bacteria like, maybe it's just, you know, single celled organisms, but maybe it's not, maybe it's like a full thing. Yeah. Maybe there's like some multicellular life in these weird pockets and we would just never know. Yeah. And, like the earth looked so different millions of years ago. Like at one point Mount Everest was underwater or the Sahara desert was mm. underwater. So at yes. that, at that, at those points of time, there could have been civilizations like Atlantis that are just like disappeared, gone. Like, yeah. And we wouldn't know anything about them. Yeah. So if we think about, Agartha, maybe it is something like Atlantis where, you know, so many people have a interaction with it, but we just don't know where it is. Maybe during the shifting of the tectonic plates. Oh, yeah, it gets closed, like severed off. Or like how the Himalayas, because they think that's where Agartha was, like India crashing into Asia caused the mountains and then it just got lost under the earth. Right. And then they had to like dig their way out. Now you have secret passages, <laughs> secret tunnels. <laughs> that could be interesting. The more we're now, now that we're in the final thoughts, maybe I'm, maybe I am a believer. 
Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. It's it's like Atlantis, I would say. Like, yeah, it's exactly, yeah. Maybe even like more far-fetched than Atlantis because they're talking about like demigods and like it's just hollow earth. But it's kind of a similar topic like that where, you know, it, we have theories on it. We just need to be able to prove at least some portions of it. Right. I don't know. This topic was fucked. Yeah, from the, from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm in agreement with you. Let's, I think, let's, let's roll out of this one. I think yeah. we've, uh, we've lingered here. Um, <laughs> just lava lamp is hilarious. But anyways, first and foremost, shout out to Sidestepping the Sun, a Canadian rock band that made the intro and outro music to this podcast. Thank you to them for doing that. Secondly, as always, unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Al Yucateco Hot Sauce. This is a great hot sauce. Uh, I, I just personally love spicy food. And I think if you like spicy food, you will enjoy Al Yucateco Hot Sauce. Uh, I'm going to keep shouting them out until they sponsor this podcast. Basically, it's a habanero-based hot sauce. So it's not your basic bullshit ketchup shit that you get um, elsewhere. And it's good. There's no calories. You can just spice up your food, add flavor to your stuff. If you're on a cut, it's fine. No calories. Just spice it up. Tastes really good. I, I eat it like, well, I had some today. I put some in, uh, not, it wasn't craft dinner. It was like the more expensive version of craft dinner. Craft entree. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's like a different brand. It's like, it's like three bucks instead of 50 cents. Uh, Annie. <sighs> Cause I'm balling out. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. It was Annie's. Yeah, and I put some Alucateco hot sauce, and it was great. Mm. This is what happens when you have your own podcast. <laughs> you buy the yeah. expensive shit. <laughs> you can you can splurge on. No, you can't actually. No, this is gonna hurt me. <laughs> I'm in the red. I splurged. Um, anyways, it's great hot sauce. You should try it. Um, why do you keep looking at me? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm looking for a sign, maybe. <laughs> I guess I'm in a dark room, so it's hard to see my face. That's true. Um, um, I guess I'll mention our Patreon again. It's pretty simple. Two tiers. We got the cheap tier. We got the splurge tier. The one dollar <laughs> ride the wave tier will give you bonus content. Uh, bonus episodes each month. It'll also give you shout outs on the podcast. The $3 slap the ass tier will give you those bonus episodes, shout outs on the podcast, but you will also get early access to all of our episodes. You'll get them on Sundays rather than Wednesdays. So you'll be in the know before everyone else. Yeah. I want to, I, I do want to, I want to say a little bit, I want to add to this uh, while we're on this Patreon plug here here at the end for listeners sticking by we actually have some fucking great episodes there's notably some good ones uh like some of the more um talked about ones were our forest stairs episode where we have these there's these mysterious stairs in the middle of national parks and all these weird anomalies occurring with them we also talk about like a thirteen thousand year old satellite that's orbiting around earth it's like there's some crazy shit so for just a dollar like you can we have a Total, you get a total access to this entire backlog of episodes. It's kind of crazy. 
There's some good shit there. Dolphins. Talk about dolphins, LSD, and sex. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that interests you. <laughs> that is patreon.com slash the swerve podcast. That's right. Listening. Um, there's other ways to support us if you don't like Patreon. You could buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash swerve podcast. Uh, all the proceeds get reinvested back into this podcast. Better equipment, better mics, better software, better everything. Yeah, better mac and mac mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> better lava lamp. This <laughs> fucking bullshit dildo if shit. You can still find <laughs> lava lamps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is but yeah, this? and then uh, also we would appreciate your support uh, across our social medias. So interact with us there. Like, comment, share. Uh, if you have friends, tell them about our podcast because if you enjoyed our episode, they probably will too. So tell your friends, family, everyone you know. Uh, we also have a sticker pack. So if you leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and send us a screenshot of it, we will mail you out some wa- uh, weatherproof stickers. You can stick them on your laptop everywhere. They're pretty sick. You can even put them around your city on light posts and stop signs. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to our Patreon, uh, Dana M, for doing that. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, this is a call to action to Huge everyone else, out. though. Um, and then, yeah, if you don't have Apple Podcasts or you use some other platform, just make your case, interact with us, comment, tell El Yucateco to sponsor us, and just <laughs> yeah. send send us send us screenshots of the evidence, and we'll be more than happy to mail you out a sticker pack for free, and you can get involved start get involved in the community so yeah hell yeah i feel like we have other things to say but i'm uh i'm on a blank right now fuck link tree yeah i was just yeah i was like <laughs> yeah we could fuck link tree classic uh shout out to uh that shitty company yeah fuck link tree i'll say that do we we don't have anything else to say is that it um we can say that if you have a topic in mind or something yes. that you would like us to research, please let us know. Send it in. We have an ongoing list of requests that we get. So every week we pick a new topic that we want to research. Uh, so if without you guys requesting things, we don't know what to really research. So it's really important that you tell us what, what you want to hear and we'll be more than happy to add it to the list and get to it as quickly as possible. Patreons get priority, but... We are uh, taking suggestion, suggestions from everyone. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we also take drink recommendations. So if you don't want us drinking beers and whiskey on the rocks every every week, let <laughs> us know what you want us to drink. And uh, we'll try and make it happen. We'll try and buy it or make it in our bar. Yeah. Then drink it. So. <laughs> in our bar. <laughs> yeah. We have a bar. It just sounds badass. <laughs> the official bar of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. A place yeah. to interact. In the metaverse, we'll have a bar that we can all get oh, together. Dude, and that'd, just... be, that'd be so legit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I never thought about that. That'd be cool. That'd be actually so legit. Just doing like yeah. a live podcast in the metaverse. In the metaverse. Everyone's sitting down, drinking beers yeah. and alien secretions. Flipping our cryptocurrency <laughs> coins. <laughs> yeah. 
cool. Um, that actually be cool. That actually would be. Here we go. I'm gonna dream about that tonight. <laughs> That's good. That's a good dream. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think with that, slap the ass and ride the wave. crystallinks.com <laughs> That's the source material <laughs> crystallinks.com What is that like a stripper name? Is this a stripper? <laughs> crystallinks.com <laughs> Is this anal beads or something? <laughs> yeah <laughs>